Welcome to The Good Lawyer. This is a 2022 copyrighted podcast of the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia, where we discuss what makes a good lawyer. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. I am your host, Attorney Sarah Young. And today on the show, I am very excited to have Judge Bill Adams from Adams Law Firm. He is going to share a bit about his expertise on what makes a good lawyer. And I would like to welcome you to the show, Judge Adams. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course. Uh, Talk to our listeners a little bit about what you do, what you've done, and how you got to where you are today. Well, I've been out of law school almost 46 years, so I've been practicing law since 1977. A number of those years were in private practice, initially with my father's law firm, and then now I'm sitting in my son's law firm. Along the way, I was uh, elected judge of the state court of Bibb County and served there for 18 and a half years, uh, state court judge presiding over misdemeanor cases and a lot of just general civil kinds of cases. And uh, earlier in my career, I spent almost eight years as a federal prosecutor here in the uh, middle district of Georgia and uh, enjoyed that very much. I I left the courthouse uh, in 2017 to uh, really, as much as anything, to get involved with access to justice. And uh, the result of that has been uh, we now have a nonprofit here in Macon. We call it Middle Georgia Justice. Uh, we now have six employees there, three of whom are attorneys. And it's our mission to reduce the justice gap in Middle Georgia in a variety of ways. And, and that's what's keeping me busy these days. But uh, over the course of my career, I've seen the uh, the law from a variety of perspectives, and I think I have something that I might share with the audience here today. So with that, if you wouldn't mind sharing with the audience about what you think makes a good lawyer. You know, I was asked to speak to uh, some law students one time about that general question, what's it take to be a good lawyer? And, and you know, it's on the one hand, a fairly simple question. Uh, but on the other hand, the answer can cover a wide range of responses, as has been the case with the earlier podcast. Uh, Everybody's got their perspective, but I told these law students uh, as a a judge, there were three B's uh, that I expect of you as a lawyer coming to court. Be on time, be prepared, and be dressed appropriately. And you laugh and think, well, that's so basic, but it doesn't always happen. And so uh, that's what I told them, those basic things. And, and and what I learned as a young prosecutor, as a lawyer, you must do whatever it takes to do the task at hand exceptionally well, always within the bounds of rules of ethics and uh, propriety, but uh, be zealous in your advocacy for your client on a given matter. Uh, as a young prosecutor, I uh, was going up against some Credible defense lawyers from around the state who've been practicing law for decades and were very good at what they did. And I couldn't match them in experience, but I felt like I could maybe outdo them in preparation, hard work, and knowing the case better than they did because I had this fear that somewhat motivated me to step into a courtroom against a giant of the bar. I got to try a case against Bobby Lee Cook, for example, and the young listeners won't know who he is, but some will. Just be prepared. Give it, give it your all 
when you're handling a matter, we owe it to to our clients and to more than that. But you know, one thing you learn and need to understand is that being a good lawyer, being a lawyer is not a nine to five job. You know, you got to, again, do what it takes to do the job well. You know, a good lawyer has good mentors. Uh, and that's been a topic along the way. And and it should be. And I was blessed to have great mentors. My father was a lawyer and, and uh, Hank O'Neill and Manley Brown and Lamar Sizemore and many others were my mentors and as a young federal prosecutor, Sam Wilson was a great trial lawyer and I learned so much from him. And so, you know, that's uh, very important to have mentors. And, you know, my dad taught me this one guiding principle for me throughout my career, and that is treat people right. That covers a lot of ground, but it, and it's basic. It's the golden rule stated another way. And, and uh, we should do that. You know, a good lawyer, as they go along, becomes a mentor as you're able to do that. I, and I've been blessed with my son as a lawyer now, and, and I've uh, worked with you know law students uh, working for me at the courthouse and other ways, I'm interacting with law students, including now at Middle Georgia Justice and young lawyers as well, and trying to you know share with them some things I've learned. And, and it's that concept of, you know, pass it on. We learn it. We live it. We pass it on, and, and that's what we should do, and that's in the highest tradition and of our profession. Uh, you know, a good lawyer gives back to the community, and that's become a focus for me uh, now, a service, uh, and that can include things well beyond the practice of law. The skill sets we have as lawyers, to be good lawyers, can translate well into other ways that benefit your community. I spent a lot of time at Vine Engle Little League uh, as a coach, and complained about the umpires and fellow said, well, why don't you do something about it? And so 10 years later, I've spent half of my free time out at the, the ballpark uh, teaching teenagers, working with young folks has always been gratifying, teaching teenage boys how to be an umpire, not just the rules of the game and the, where to be on a given play, but dealing with, you know, adults acting badly sometimes, just dealing with situations that could be a bit stressful. You grow as a person, and it's a great experience. And so that was one way, you know, I gave back, and lots of others do do similar things. There's so many ways to help. And I was at the Justice Robert Benham Community Service Award ceremony last week, and, and what a great place to be and hear about lawyers from around the state doing great things, some law-related, but like literally lots of other ways that lawyers are out helping their communities, service. That's what my dad always told me. From the community that gives you a way to make a living, you should give back to that community. And he was a great example. He didn't just tell me that, he lived it. He was a great example. You know, a good lawyer is professional. I went to the professionalism seminar uh, two weeks ago there at the state bar. And I think I've heard all this many times. <laughs> You know, you, you do, and that's good. Repetition is a good way to teach and learn. And But it, it just helped me to hear some of the background again and to, to read again the lawyer's creed. And I commend to the listeners, you can go Google lawyer's creed Georgia, and it pops right up. And if you don't have it close by, print it out and read it and read it again from time to time. And I had forgotten that the lawyer's creed that the professionalism, the seminar 
talked about and the commission has stressed are these aspirational ideals of the practice of law. And I read those again. And to my surprise, right there, it said uh, amongst those ideals, be on time, be prepared and be dressed professionally. You want to respect the court. You want to uh, do those things for the client, for yourself, for the for the court. So just about anything you want to know about being a good lawyer is set forth. And if you ask me in those in the lawyer's creed and the aspirational ideal. So I would commend to your listeners to listen to those again. And, and finally, I would say just a, a good lawyer is credible. Your credibility and your reputation are essential to being good at what you do, not just in, in being a lawyer, really throughout life, but it, Certainly, especially in the legal profession, you know, to no one's surprise, we lawyers like to talk about judges. But perhaps to no one's surprise either, judges talk about lawyers. And uh, if you do something that you shouldn't do in one courtroom, there's a good chance that soon enough, the other judges in the courthouse are going to know about it too. And particularly if you keep doing things, you don't. I had one lawyer that just couldn't show up on time for the life of her and, you know, just couldn't and always had an excuse. And maybe some some of the excuses were legit, but uh, after a while, <laughs> you get to thinking there's a bigger problem here. And, and so your credibility as a lawyer, your reputation, you build it from day one, you're building it and it takes time to do that. And then just all of a sudden you can do something that undermines it all. So, you know, be credible. Those are super helpful and also amazing that you went back and listened to other episodes because you kind of tied together almost the feel of what everyone else has talked about, but very succinctly. Um, You mentioned that you had three Bs. It ended up being the four Bs with being credible. I would like to offer that you mentioned five Bs and that is to be involved. How can attorneys be involved in middle Georgia justice and help give back and bridge that gap that you talked about in the beginning. We do have volunteers that work with us and Georgia legal services program in, in our community and was Atlanta legal aid. And there are others around the state all need help and, and these aspirational ideals and rule 6.1 of the Georgia bar rules is another great statement of what it takes to to be a good lawyer by serving and have so much to offer in in so many ways. And and giving back uh, is essential and it's easy to do that if you want to do it. Uh, You know, the state bar rule says we should do as aspirational, not mandatory, 50 hours a year of pro bono legal services. And we have on our website places one can go and just click volunteer and we'll get you signed up. There's so many unmet legal needs in our community and throughout the state that for all we are doing and Georgia Legal Services Program is doing and, and others, there's still a lot more to be done. I mean, the, the needs are huge and we're just doing what little bit we can within our particular areas of focus and, and the people that go to court. That was really what had me wanting to leave the courthouse, and frankly, is seeing the people come to court without a lawyer and doing harm to their own interest. You know, in an ideal world, judges would tell you every litigant has a lawyer, but 
uh, I naively thought maybe we could start something and get enough volunteers and we'd find a way to do that. But that's it's just not going to happen. So we do what we can. There's some intermediate steps at Middle Georgia Justice that we're doing that we learn from other places that uh, work on access to justice, a self-help center where people can get assistance uh, in preparing forms that they need to file in court. You know, this limited scope representation or consultation concept is pretty big in some states, and I'm hopeful it'll become bigger in Georgia, where a lawyer can get involved and give, you know, an X amount of time, two hours, and talk to three or four people in a limited scope setting where once they're done, that's all they do. And the person understands that before the, the session, and that can be so helpful. We're just looking for ways to be innovative, creative, to take we lawyers who are the solution to any access to justice problem that's out there, right? We are the solution and trying to find ways to, to leverage that resource to the benefit of our citizens, ultimately with the idea of equal justice under law being attained. And with that in mind, what role would you say that pro bono work has played in your practice of law personally as you've practiced over the past 40 plus years? Well, recently, I, of course, been, that's all I really do now. And I, I actually help people and uh, and it's been gratifying in a way to, to be able to help people and not worry about the money side of things, if you will. And I don't have to set a fee, collect the fee, threat if they haven't paid the fee on time and along the way. I just, it's more of a sort of a pure practice of law. I'm just, here's a, a problem that I think I can help solve for this person with my life experiences, and and most of the folks I'm helping are so grateful uh, to get uh, some help overcoming obstacles, clearing barriers in their lives. I wish I'd done more of it earlier in my career. You know, as a judge, I couldn't really do much. Uh, as the president of the Macon Bar Association many years ago, that was my name for the year: was do pro bono work, sign up with Georgia Legal Services, do what you can. We all can give something to that cause of uh, access to justice and be it taking on one or two cases at a time pro bono or uh, some of this limited scope consultations. I appreciate everything that you've shared today. Your love of the legal field. I know that your love for the Macon community and your leadership that spanned your entire career have really lended themselves to you giving a good perspective on what makes a good lawyer. That brings us to the end of this episode, and I really want to thank Judge Adams for being on the podcast, and as always, I thank all of you for listening to The Good Lawyer. If you enjoy our show, please rate and review us on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts, and please be sure to come back for our next episode. Until then, this has been Sarah Young. Thank you. This podcast was created by the Young Lawyers Division of the State Bar of Georgia. It was produced, recorded, and edited by Jamie Goss. Special thanks to Ron Daniels and D. Sarah Young. Follow the YLD on social media at Georgia YLD. Call in with questions on the podcast at 404-526-8607.